Speak freely. Let's do Justin's mic is obviously on mute. <laughs> he doesn't even realize it. <laughs> there there we is. go. <laughs> now it's on the internet. Yes. I this is here. how we wanted to begin. Perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we wanted to do a special uh, Book of Boba Fett uh, podcast slash live. And we'll do this uh, like a weekly episodic thing. And we'll probably, if, if you know, this uh, works out good, we'll probably continue doing it for the other Disney Plus Star Wars show that's going to be rolling out this year. I think there's three in total. Three. Right? Yes. Yeah, there's the obviously Book of Boba Fett, the, um, well, 2022 at least. Um, I think. Is Mando going to make it in time? Andor, huh? and, Andor for sure. Andor and then Captain Andor and then uh, Obi Wan, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Obi Wan. Obi Wan's next. And then Andor. Obi-Wan's next is and coming then, in the spring. I yeah, think? and, spring and then summer, Andor right after that. Andor, and, not Andor. Uh, sorry, Andor. And then after Andor's the, a planet. And then um, after that, I think it's what Mandalorian. Hopefully near the yeah, end. Yeah, Mandalorian comes November, uh, November or December again. <clears throat> all right, yeah. So lots of Disney stuff coming. So we'll do uh, yep. breakdowns on all of those shows. Well, let's start off with the this one here. The Book of Boba Fett finally drops. It's mm-hmm. been, you know, what, a year in, in waiting since we saw the end credits of Mandalorian. Yeah. And so and then we have it finally dropped yesterday. We got to watch it. I watched it a couple of times. You watched it a couple of times. Uh, yep. But first of all, I want to, you know, uh, welcome everybody uh, who is watching this or listening to this. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, if you're wondering why I'm sounding like this for people who are listening to me in the podcast before is I'm just getting over a cold. I don't have COVID. Uh, I got tested. I don't have COVID. But I'm just getting over a simple cold. Should be okay in the next couple of days. Uh, Justin sounds like that all the time. He's crazy and wacko. Uh, but he's fun. And we like Justin. And this is Justin's <laughs> first time. Justin's first time on our podcast. Uh, the other gentlemen, D and Chris, do our weekly regular podcast. But I thought I'd bring you in because you love all things Star Wars, don't you? Apparently I'm the Star Wars guy. <clears throat> well, you did, you did a lot of Star Wars video on our YouTube channel, right? I have, yes. And they can check us out at Astonishing News and Reviews on our YouTube channel. If you're not familiar that that we have a YouTube channel, we have one. We do all kinds of action figure reviews. And you can go check us out at our uh, social media outlets at AstonishingNR on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're all over there doing some cool stuff, putting out pictures, news-related events to pop culture, all that stuff there. All right, with all that out of the way, let's get started. So, first up, we have this show that drops out of nowhere i mean book of boba fett is long been waited you know a year like i said what did you think right off the bat when he is in that chamber and you know he's healing himself because he's been beat up pretty bad right he's had a pretty rough go of it he has so (laughs) all in all i enjoyed the first episode it was a pretty slow episode we we should tell um, sorry we should tell people that this is a spoiler episode so oh yeah we're gonna spoil yeah, the hell yeah, out of yeah we're not gonna go every little detail but we're gonna go through the I episode. mean I might I mean, there, you, wasn't, you there wasn't a ton there you wasn't can. a ton of detail you can but. but for me I'm just gonna skim through some of the major talking points I'm gonna talk about yeah. that but yeah a little warning to anybody that hasn't watched the show make sure to go watch the show and then jump back into our review we don't yeah. want to win it for you right now there right. wasn't a yeah. ton of of things to, there aren't a ton of things to spoil i mean to be honest most of it was shown in the trailer not in a bad way like it wasn't the trailers didn't like overshow anything um it was definitely like an establishing episode um and i i even went back and rewatched the first episode of the mandalorian just to see if the pacing was the same um it was quite different uh i, re- I remember kind of the mandalorian starting off slow but um watching it again there was a ton of stuff that happened in the mandalorian they even they had but, but tons the, Mandal- of action. the mandalorian is supposed to be like a western type of show right? yeah this yeah. is this, this is, is definitely a, a different feeling different theme show which i i i did enjoy that they weren't just kind of copying pasting the because i mean a lot of the star wars newer 
movies and stuff have just done a lot of copy pasting of just like all right now they go to the planet now they <laughs> meet the bad guy now they get the rebellion then they blow up the big planet shooter thing so it, it was nice that they did start on a different foot altogether um it, but yeah the it, opening it's, it's supposed to be like a mafia godfather type of thing right so absolutely yeah and and to to their credit those movies are slow as hell yeah. like they start out for the first like 45 minutes or like 75 percent it's just talking going into bars this is this guy this is this guy this is why you respect this guy so they definitely nailed that um S setting where, the scene so to speak yeah not not slow necessarily but like a lumbering just like building on this and put it, i, put, I put also it, put it things in places yeah i also do enjoy the fact that they they kind of know that they don't have to draw people in they're like we're making a show about boba fett people are going to watch this these are star wars fans and they don't necessarily have to cater to the tropes of like oh we got to hook people in the first little bit we got to make sure they come back it's like you're here for boba fett you're gonna fucking watch it like yeah so they are taking their time hopefully um again it was slow but i think in the long run it's going to we're going to look back at it and be like, okay, it's it's building that story, building that world. Uh, even though it is a very familiar character and and world um, altogether, being on Tatooine, being Mos Espa and, and uh, the huts and the underworld and whatnot. So we are familiar with it. So they don't necessarily have to do a ton of establishing. Um, so it wasn't like a lot of hand-holding or anything like that. But uh, yeah, the, the opening scene when he was in the back to tank because yeah he's had a hell of a time and i did like that they were doing the flashbacks because like the expulsion that they've done on the tuscan raiders and the um sand people or whatever in the mandalorian let's put my phone on silent <laughs> all right so, um yeah so this is a seven episode tv show so yeah see this is the problem i have with disney plus shows is they're too short yeah they for me to really get an idea of a good show i think eight is the minimum a show yeah, like eight to at. twelve yeah is, is kind of the norm because but that being said i mean if it's most... an hour long okay fine we could do that right yeah but let me like that being said a lot of shows that do like 12 episodes or more there's always the filler episodes yeah, yeah. and like true. the mandalorian looking back now it did i think it had maybe one maybe one filler episode but it was still enough character building because i'm trying to think the the filler episode that comes to mind was the one where, where they go to that swamp planet yeah, or the forest yeah. planet yeah, yeah. But exactly. even then, like to have one filler episode, but it's still being, um, because that was more cementing him never taking the the helmet off. Yeah, and I I can't remember off the top of my head, but there was a character that was introduced. Also, it was more building on Grogu and stuff, or maybe Yoda at that time because we didn't know his name. Yeah. Um, but it was still a badass episode, and a lot happened. There's a lot of action and stuff, but so yeah, I think. I, while I agree, I prefer long, longer format, like 12 episodes, yeah, one too. hour, 45 minutes or something like that. Especially um, if you're waiting over a year or two years for a show, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like take the time, in, put an extra ep couple episodes in. I'll be in a filler. That's fine. World building, right? That's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. and, and we want to see the world of Boba Fett and, you know, all, you know, like you mentioned the cities here, you know, Mos Espa. We, we want to see more of this. Yeah, right. but that being said, they're working on a new format because they're not putting this out to TV. Um, they're not they're they're not doing a TV thing, and they're not doing a Netflix thing. Yeah. So they're not just putting out all the episodes right away, and they're not having to cater to advertisers or really anybody because they're Disney. Yeah, like they're they're not like they're not like trying to get money. They're like we're Disney. Well, I mean, they what have up? they have money through the subscribers, right? Absolutely, I'm, I'm, but... I'm sure the subscriber count went up when this dropped. Because uh, oh I, yeah, I remember when the Mandalorian dropped, it, it went through the roof, and then when it was over, 
so many people jumped off, right? Mandalorian was the only reason why I got Disney Plus, yeah. <laughs> and the only reason why I kept it was yeah. because they were putting out a, a second season of Mandalorian. Then yeah. they announced Book of Boba Fett, and I was like, all right, I guess I'll keep it for another year. Like, that's literally the only reason. I think I've gone on to watch a couple Star Wars movies, and then... What else have I watched on there? Oh, the, um... Uh, what's his name? Um... Oh, what the hell is that guy's name from... He was from The Fly. Do you watch any of the, uh, uh Marvel stuff? No. Wow, okay. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think. Sim. <laughs> Um. Okay, well, I, I think we need to uh, get back into this. Jeff Goldblum. I watched the Jeff Goldblum thing. That, okay. That's pretty much it. But we, um, we need to get back into the episode. We're, we're veering off away yes. from the episode. Let's get Good. into it. So, you know, we see him in the cryo ch chamber, whatever you want to call it. Uh, rehabilitation. Back to tank. Yeah, there you go. And then he's, you know, recovering. But it's a great way for them to uh, give us sort of like a flashback scenes. And I, mm. I like the way they did it. It wasn't. Yeah. A it, it was like he's having a dream, right? Yeah. And it was a, a really, really clever way to have flashback yeah, scenes without them feeling forced. So the flashback scenes, we'll, we'll just touch base quickly. Is you know he gets, uh, we find out how he actually escapes the Sarlacc pit. That's yeah. one of them. But prior to that, they also talk, show him with the Tuscan Raiders, where yeah. he, you know, he um, he loses everything. His armor and all is taken from the. Um, or those little guys, what's their names? I keep forgetting. The Jawas. Jawas, that's it. They they yeah. steal it, you know, like they always do. They steal all this armor. So, and then, you know, the connective uh, environment there where, where, you know, we know where these armor, uh, where this armor is going to. We know who it is yeah. going to, right? That's the cool Cobb, part. Cobb Vance. Yeah, yeah. It's a character yeah. that Disney created just yeah. for the show. So we know where it's going. I like that, how it's connected with the Mandalorian. And it is somewhat... Supposed to be a Mandalorian three point or two point five or three point five. Yeah, something. it's supposed to be like that, right? So, yeah, and that's fine. And it's a very similar timeline. We see him with the Tuscan Raiders. He's a hostage there. Um, they're basically treating him like crap. The little kids are beating him with a stick. Yeah, and you know he's just going through some tough times. And then we see him find a way to escape. Right. Mm -hmm. He finds a way to escape. He's like to this the other, a little guy there. He's like, "Hey, you want to escape?" And the guy just sort of freaks out and warns the whole village what's going on. And they all come and try to chase down him, and then they beat him up and get him back in there, tie him up again. Uh, but before, when he was escaping, there was a kid that came out first, and he could have beat the living you know what out of him, and he didn't. He showed remorse. So you see that Boba is not an evil person that he was perceived to be in the movies, right? Mm -hmm. He was, he was well, even in the, even right. in the movies, he, and the reason why he, or a big reason why he was such a cult classic is because of the mystery and the mystique behind him. And the fact that like Vader addressed him directly and yeah, yeah. he talked back to Vader with like some sass. So he's just like, Oh, yeah. I don't know who this guy is, but he's a badass. Yeah, and, and like everyone else is terrified of Vader, and he's the one who's just like kind of giving him attitude yeah. and not cowering before him, and then again being addressed directly by him. Um, so yeah, to see because even in the extended universe, which Disney obviously because they took um, they kind of did a reset on the lore and everything, they are pulling a lot from it, and and going back to the essentially one of the opening scenes where he got got his way or made his way out of the Sarlacc pit. I like that they didn't spend too much time on it, but you also have to think there's people that don't know that this happened or who just were like, oh, he died in the second movie or third movie or whatever yeah, and yeah. just whatever. Because I remember when I was watching um, uh, the Solo movie and then Darth Maul shows up and I was like, oh, cool. They, they're referencing this stuff. But then, like, 70% of the audience was just like, I thought he died! And it's like, oh yeah, other people don't know all of the things. And they did a... a I, again, I like that they didn't spend too much time on it, but they still addressed it and were like, okay, by the way, he gets out. If you didn't know that he does this, uh, yeah, he's out. This is how it happens. Anyway, moving on. And it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. They 
filled people in who aren't, you know, super diehard fans who know all the stories and comics and, and backstory and whatnot, but they didn't, again, hold your hand through it and be like, okay, then he did this and then he did this. It was just like, hey, this happened, you know, anyway, next. Um, and the, the expansion on the Tusken Raiders, again, they're still doing the less is more thing, which is good because we all know that Star Wars has a problem sometimes of over explaining things and ruining yeah. things, yeah. i.e. Metachlorians and whatnot. But I was, re I'm, and I'm still hoping they don't do it, but it's like, I don't want to see a Tusken Raider with their mask off. I don't want them to be like, they're just like people. They're normal, whatever. It's like, no, 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 no. Keep the mystery. Uh, Tusken Raiders. Yeah, keep, keep the, mystery. the mystery. I don't know what they're about or what their language is. And let's, that's, that's cool. Yeah. And I do like that they're showing more backstory of them, of their culture, and not just watering it down. Yeah. They're um, not just savages. The, yeah, exactly. So they are kind, they are um, not humanizing them, but they are making them slightly relatable. And again, Tri just showing. It's like a tribal thing, right? Exactly. Just, yeah. Yeah. They're trying to give them this little story that they're tribes out in the desert, right? Yeah. They have their own little culture, community. And they're doing everything they can to survive in that harsh yeah. environment, right? Yeah. So yeah. if and it means if it means to kill somebody, then they're they're just trying to survive. Yeah. It, and I know? do like so after when he he's get he gets captured by them. Um, which side note, when he's getting dragged and stuff, and when uh, the makeup and special effects throughout were really really good. Yeah. When he is being dragged through the sand dunes and he just like his skin is just like peeling off it's so dry yeah. um it looks really really good and uh is is really convincing the, the makeup and special effects team did an amazing job um but he gets yeah captured he's getting tied up by a pole and there's a rodian uh next to him that kind of sounds the alarm after he's trying to escape but uh then when he does escape and beats up the what are the, the something dog i can't remember the yeah what they're called but uh and then runs off i do like when they eventually catch up to him the one dude is just like all right and they he's he, he arms himself boba arms himself with a nice stick and then you see kind of how they are where they're just like okay you know they're still they're again as you said they're not savages they're not just monsters it's like uh, they have rules they have culture they have you know ways of life and they're like okay he's armed all right which one of you and the one dude's just like all right i'll take it yeah. he's like all right have at him <laughs> they all just kind of sit there and just watch and, yeah. and boba gets the crap kicked out of him and you're like well all well, right there's also a sense of um like the, the they could have all just surrounded him and beat him yeah. up but they picked just one of mm -hmm. the crew right it's sort of like a i don't know it's like a hierarchy they have already in place and they're like yeah you know, there's an honor system there somewhere. Yeah. Like, yeah, you 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 grabbed a piece of you know whatever it is, and you want to fight is fine. We're gonna send our best guy to fight you and show you mm -hmm. that we're not just pushovers, and you know we are to be feared with. So we're just gonna send one guy to kick your ass. Yeah. And they or did. it might not even have been their best guy. That could have just been like an adolescent and just been like, all right, well here's part of your upbringing. Yeah, it could be like here, here's your prove uh, yourself. Yeah, exactly, prove yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you know that's we get that uh, flashback of that. The other flashback that we have sort of late, later on is how he escapes. I th I think we should just talk about it now, just because it's mm -hmm. so so close. How he escapes is pretty cool. Like he's inside, yeah. so we finally get to see the inside of what a sarlacc looks like. Yeah, and it's gruesome, disgusting as it should be. Yeah. I mean, this is inside of a stomach or whatever, a gut. And then you see a stormtrooper in there. Yeah, decomposing stormtrooper. <laughs> that was a good touch. Yeah. And then he grabs the ve ventilating, I guess, the oxygen yeah. thing, whatever, right? Yeah. And then he puts Grab it into Just his. rips so the O2 tank cord out of it and yeah, sticks it in, in his helmet. And then we know what Mando's uh, Mandalorians love to do is they get their blowtorch out, <laughs> their flamethrower. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. Mando, I think, I don't know how many times he did it in the, his TV show. Like, oh, almost, yeah. Almost every episode he had the... It's a staple. Fl Absolutely. Yeah, flamethrower out. So he just shoots through... And I thought punches that, through the like stomach yeah. lining, <laughs> then just starts barbecuing like his lower intestine or whatever. I don't know if that's a good idea. Do you want to make a hole inside the pit with sand coming in? I mean, how does he escape? Is this 
It doesn't show. He just crawls out. It's just so weird how he escapes. Have you ever played Worms Armageddon? No, I've not. Well, there's there's there, like in the one of the original ones where it's all 2D and it's just there's a one of the guns is a blowtorch and you can go through the the dirt in a blowtorch and that's what I I imagine. Do you think they, they reference that game in the way? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> not at all. So he gets out of there. You know, you see him punching through the sand, and kudos for him because. Nobody, well, everyone used to make fun of this guy because he got accidentally thrown into this pit, right? He well, was a, yeah. He was a laughing stock for a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so he gets through it in, in the cool way he comes out of there. And, you know, he obviously gets captured by the Tuscan Raiders and all that. Hold on. I, I'm seeing a pattern here. How many people have been thrown down a pit in Star Wars and then <laughs> survived? We got, uh, obviously, Palpatine survived we got maul survived yeah, yeah uh and then now we got uh boba well, fett well, survived well look luke got thrown out of a pit luke got thrown out of a pit and right? survived exactly right? four we got four <laughs> out of four pits are absolutely not a threat they're next weird. next movie that comes out and they're like oh no there's a pit and they're like just just jump down it you'll be fine well, you'll we'll get a new him. movie we'll see him or her later on <laughs> yeah yeah we'll see him in their own series they fell down a pit so, okay, so we get that cool backstory. It sort of helps us understand what he was going through during the time of his absence. Mm-hmm. Um, then we go into the current timeline where he's sitting on the throne of Jabba and Bib Fortuna. He's taken over to that now. Yeah. And he's got people coming there and giving him like sort of gifts, whatever, you know, like trinkets, things like that to just show their loyalty to him now because... Yeah, to pay he, homage to yeah. him or... Uh, they want tribute. to be. They want to ally, They want to show their alliance, and uh, you know, they want to show their loyalty to him because yeah. he's the next. You know, uh, he's the next big boss, or whatever you want to call it. But we get one guy, the the mayor's the mayor's uh, uh, Twi'lek or Twi'lek, right? Yeah, yep. that's how you say it. His uh, his message. Twi'lek, Twi'lek, Twi'lek. I think it's technically Twi'lek. Twi'lek, Twi'lek I think yeah. it is. Yes. Uh, so we get his the messenger comes in and I kind of admit I, I did like the acting it was really cocky you want to call it yeah very it was, very condescending uh, it was co- very like aristocratic yeah. condescending yeah, like, I see what you're saying but uh, listen to what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying yeah my boss is bigger than you right? the, the actor who played him did, did a, a good job phenomenal job yeah. he <laughs> could have been annoying and just like done it he could have leaned too hard into it yeah and but no he he did a very good don't shoot the messenger i know that's you know he's not too keen on you but oh thank you i appreciate that (laughs) i appreciate the fact that you are letting me leave i do but mayor might not really care about that and i'll he'll probably take it a different way but i appreciate it i do he I was lo- so diplomatic and it was it was great i love the little speech at the end just before he heads out he goes just to let you know there yeah. might be a delegate on the way after me <laughs> yeah yeah i might be back i or just, some, in some capacity yeah, somebody or will a be bigger back. guy with yeah. guns might be back I, some, I don't know some sort of message will be sent to you again <laughs> yeah it was so politically it was good it was great i phrased. loved it it was yeah yeah i loved it and then, that was you know, really good i love how boba just goes to um uh, i keep forgetting her name now um what's her name Finnick Shan. Finnick Shan just goes to her to keep an eye. And she's like, I keep an eye on everybody. Okay. Yeah. And let's talk about her a little bit here. She's like, yeah, she's obviously his right hand woman, but mm-hmm. she's more than that. She's, she's smart. She's mm-hmm. obviously deadly assassin. Yeah. You know, she just, she seems to be aware more than he is because sure. he was, you know, not obviously around for a while in the city scenes where no. she, she was right. Yeah. So she's more aware of what the city's all about and how it's changed. Yeah, over. she's definitely more of a local. Um while yeah, Boba, I guess, yeah, kinda worked for Jabba but didn't really hang around too much. Is Boba too so nice didn't... for the role? I was thinking that. And I was like, are they gonna make him like, no, I'm just a good guy? And then I was like, you know what? Jango Fett wasn't really evil either. 
and well, I okay, mean to well, quote you, him you, where he was just like I'm just a you, guy you trying of, to make you, his way in the universe. You kind of jumped to something I wanted to talk about, but yeah, let's let's get into Django then since we already brought it up here. We get a flashback of that too, which I love. Oh, I did I love yeah. that flashback. Those were new scenes too that they yeah. that they shot exactly uh, just from the Clone, get... Clone Wars. They they, they could have been lazy. Those. They could have been lazy. They could have just, just reuse the footage. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I love that because it gives validation of what Boba has inside of the burning desire to hate Jedi's. He's not a yeah. fan of Jedi's, right? So yeah. And this is why because his dad got slayed by one, right? Uh, good old Nick Fury chopped his head off, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I I love the, one of the attention to details uh, that they had in the Clone Wars was have the shadow of his head flying out of the helmet when it was careening through the air. Also, uh, in our drinking game, I just said attention to detail. There you go. Start drinking. <laughs> I am. But uh, yeah, so that, that was cool because it gives the little, um, the father and son thing. And also, he is mm -hmm. a clone of his dad, right? A direct yep. clone. There's no alternation, nothing to his DNA. He is, what, the last version of him? Because yeah. Because after that, they clone, but they use different... They mix around some of the clones, right? Well, he was the only one without the um, Genetic accelerated aging. Yeah, there you go. So at this point, they'd all have died off. Yeah. Because even during um, the Clone Wars... Yeah, so yeah, I guess at this point, yeah, they would all have died off. I, don't, I, I guess I... I assume that they had accelerating aging to get to the prime age, and then it stopped accelerating. So most of them... We're probably just seniors at this point, but so, um, but I mean, there therein lies the you know he hates Jedi. So it's funny because mm -hmm. he hasn't we haven't seen him interact with the Jedi yet. No, and I, I don't know if that's foreshadowing something that is going to happen down the road because there are rumors that Luke will show up in this show. And, and you know what I think that they'll do, and I haven't heard anything. Sport, like uh, leak wise or anything I think they might do a similar thing that they did with the Mandalorian to Boba Fett that they did with uh, Obi-Wan I think maybe the last episode do you, have, do you like, like that I mean isn't that just copying the Mando I personally wouldn't want a Jedi in this show because it doesn't need a Jedi in sure, the show. Sure. I agree, but I also said this exact same thing about Boba Fett and the Mandalorian. I'm like if they show if they just Put, if they put Boba Fett in this, I'm going to hate it. And they did it so well. Really? Why would you say that? I was looking forward to it. Well, first season, I was like, they're just going to... If they just shoehorn Mandalorian for fan service... Or uh, Boba Fett in here for fan service, it's going to be balls. But they didn't do it in the first season. They did it very well in the second season. And... Well, they finally so showed... So at this point... Well, I mean, up until now, we didn't even know what Boba Fett was capable of doing. Right? Exactly. Well, yeah, he was, except for getting hit in the back by a blinded dude. Yeah. <laughs> like well, uh, extended first, universe aside, the only yeah. thing that we've seen him do on screen, well, live action, and, right? Yeah, live yeah, action. live action canon has just been shoot a gun uh, and point a gun. Yeah, walk around with but, spurs. Uh, spurs. Right? Yeah, spurs. Yeah, but yeah, um, I, I, in. Mandalorian, I said the exact same thing. I was like, "There, uh, I feel like they're going to put Boba Fett in here and it's going to suck. Because it's just going to be like, look who we brought! And everyone's going to be like, whoa! And it's going to be, that's just cool. Yeah. But it was so well done. And when he did show up, I was really, really happy. So with that being said, if they do a similar thing and like have Obi-Wan show up, then I think they will do it well. Um, they seem to have tact... For, I mean, it is Tatooine, so it is Tatooine, and at this point, Obi Wan would be on it. Yeah, so, and it could be a great um, sort of segue. Segue, yeah, and it'd be smart if they just kept doing that. Yeah, ex exactly, and I, I think you could just build a world within the Disney Plus. Shows. Absolutely, yeah. They're and or they, universe, sorry. yeah, they're building a universe. Well, they're doing it at this point. It would be well, Ahsoka's like, coming too as well. Don't forget that. Yeah, exactly, right? and then. So maybe they'll just kind of lead into each other. So yeah. when we're saying, I wish they had more than eight episodes, I wish they were a half hour. If they keep doing this, like, 
twice a year. It'll just feel like a long continuation. It'll right? just, yeah, exactly. So long as you sprinkle in the cameos. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the other thing that is to be uh, to be careful with is not to have too many assistants, too yeah. many cameos where it takes away from the main story. Right? Exactly, yeah. And and that was the, the big complaint and big theor- or, um, fear with doing Boba Fett was just, oh, they're just he's a Mandalorian and so is Boba Fett and everyone knows him so they want to sell merch and that was it, uh, that was the big fear of just having it forced and not natural and yeah. they spent a lot of time making sure there was a reason there was a good reason why Boba Fett would show up all right so let's get back into this so we, we've got a great back end of who he is and what he's gone through for mm-hmm. any new viewers because one of the things we also have to recognize is a lot of Star Wars fans kind of roll their eyeballs when they see flashbacks. They're like, I already yeah. know about all this. And, but we have to understand, we have new fans coming in every year, every month into this pop culture world. Mm-hmm. And for them to do a little bit of backstory to sprinkle in, it gives people some sort of like an, an idea. Like, for example, my son, he's never watched uh, a Boba Fett movie. Like he doesn't know who Boba Fett is at all. Yeah, you know, and for him, like he, when he watched it with me, he actually stayed up uh, till midnight to watch it with me. Nice. And uh, he got a little bit of a backstory, but now he's more interested in like, okay, I want to go see how his dad died in the movies. Yeah. So I'm gonna go back and do that, and he's done that. With now so these many- are ultra prequels. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. So for I, I do like that because they have to always give a little bit to the general audience. They yeah. have to let them know what this is about so they they can be engaged more. Mm-hmm. right and so yeah it's great to have all that okay so Tatooine the two major cities that we've been, we've been exploited to is most easily I hope I'm pronouncing this right or Esli Moss Esli and Moss Espa right Espa Ma- and Isley I see there you go. see I'm terrible at that. I apologize people <laughs> I'm trying here okay um, <clears throat> I do know my Star Wars but not in depth so obviously that's why Justin's here so I don't look crazy but so we find we, we get to see this city now and uh, you know the underworld of this city we've been used to seeing the other one um here's the problem i have with this is i can't tell the difference <laughs> because yeah they don't show any like they don't show me the outside cities maybe they will i mean who knows right they're walking around right now they walked and you know the cool part of like he's like you know he's not getting uh what's that thing that they used to lift up jabba and Bit for two or uh, 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 something iter, uh, whatever it is, you know, she goes, yeah, she goes to him. Why aren't you going? And he's like, I, I don't care about that. I walk on my two feet. <laughs> I can't, oh, we, you know, we also forgot to talk about it's the two twins, the Gamorrean, uh, oh, yeah, big boys, the big boy, yeah, the, the Gamorreans, right? yeah, and, you know, how they're loyal to him. That was cool. So keep them there, don't kill them off. They're nice piggies, yeah. right. Well, okay, so then going to the Gamorreans, how they came out was when they were, they've got captured uh, in the hostile takeover. Uh, the, the the Actually, the droid, fun fun fact, yeah. uh, 8D8, I think Towards the torture is. droid. <laughs> the torture droid from... Yeah. Uh, way uh, back, way back. That's from the Jabba days too, right? Yeah. Uh, is it AP, no, UK28? Anyway. That droid, uh, I don't know if it's the same droid, but it was um, the same type of droid that yeah, was in the, of the droid, torture yeah. chamber of, of Jabba's palace. Is voiced by uh, Matt Berry, who, if anyone's watched um, IT Crowd, he I, was. I the... have no idea who you're talking about. Oh, really? Uh, so the guy who voiced the droid um, okay. was a British actor that uh, was in a show, The IT Crowd, who. Um, the droid in the Mandalorian uh, in the episodes where they go to rescue those um, rescue the Twi'lek guy and uh, what's his name? The comedian is in it. Anyway, um, Richard Iowati was the voice of the other droid in the Mandalorian episode and they're both from the same show. Anyway, nice. fun little tidbit. So, <laughs> so we got the Gamorrean guards. Basically, you know, their escort now. They're, he's walking towards the um, the, the so, so, place called Sanctuary, which is sort of like 
the cantina part, a new version of the cantina, right? Mm -hmm. It's in a different city, and it looks like the band and everybody else decided to just move from that cantina to this one. It was this, uh, not size, was it size? No, um, Max Max Rebar? Yeah, yeah. Rebel? Yeah. So he shows up, the same piano yeah. keyboard player there's an actual name for the instrument i'm still waiting for that figure uh hasbro so can you get me those figures i would love to did, have them did you also notice they were playing like a uh, yes a different a version. flamenco version yes. of yes the uh cantina yeah. song yeah that was really cool and i didn't i didn't notice that to the second time i watched and we unboxed the cantina in our one of our youtube we did uh, uh, episode so together Yes, I'm you can watch that, that. I would love to get more characters in the cantina. It'd be so yeah. cool. Like you know band. what that that would have been a good stretch goal for the Rancor. I know, right? Is uh, have like the a, the whole band. Everyone would have pitched. Yes, you get 100%. Max Rebo, whatever her name is, and you get all their instruments. That would have been rad. So speaking of hers, we have a Garsha Whip, uh, Twip, Whip, whatever you want to call her. Yep. The owner of the sanctuary, she shows up, and uh, apparently it's an, a cameo from an actress. I can't remember her name. Jennifer Beals. There you go, Jennifer Beals. She looks good uh, <laughs> for uh, Twilight. Uh, so and she's, something sorry. that is is also interesting. Norm, it's it's a good uh, move of progression because uh, it was mostly just like white people that were all the aliens. <laughs> when it was usually the other way around. It was always like people of color who were the aliens and all the white people were the main characters. And it seems to almost be the opposite uh, in this. And it's just like, all right, Disney, you're doing you're doing all right. <laughs> so we have her and she immediately like just uh, accepts the fact that he's the new boss. Yeah. Right. She's you know, she's not hostile. She's not sarcastic. She's not condescending. She's just right away like, oh, you didn't come in your little throne. Yeah. But you're the boss? Okay. Well, let me give you this back. Here's this helmet that we took away from you. We're just going to give it back. And they look in the helmet and it's just filled with coins, right? Money. It's sort of like payment. Yeah. And all the coins, uh, or a, a bunch of them, I don't know if they're the same coins, but they all had the rebel insignia on them. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. So it was. That's the currency, I guess, right? So. Yeah. Well, Which is strange. It is, but it kind of makes sense because the timeline. Um, Empire's just fallen, and so this is after this is literally after the season, uh, the second season of Mandalorian. Um, so it kind of solidifies that time, or not? No, wait. When did the Mandalorian? Was it between Empire and Return, or was it after? I can't it, remember right now. It was. So you're talking about the Mandalorian episodes or the seasons? Yeah. It was, well, Luke was already old, right? So, Luke, well, not old. Sorry. Five years after Return. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So uh, I was remembering it correctly. So yeah, it's after the Empire's fallen. Yeah. So their currency is the Imperial credits. So, so it's switched over, right? Yeah. Or it's just kind of like up in the up in the air of just like, how do we spend money? I don't know. I got a bunch of these coins left. Dude. I, I would have loved. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that was kind of a slight, and she was just like, "Yeah, thanks for coming. <laughs> Have all this useless junk. <laughs> <laughs> that been we got hilarious. piles of this shit in the back. Please just take it." I would it. love to see Boba go. What is this? Yeah, like, because he was stuck in the Starlight, right? So he doesn't know. Oh yeah, that's true. Right? He doesn't know what's going on. I mean, like, does he really know the Empire's gone? Like, I mean, Mando took care of some bad guys in the planet, but it wasn't like the whole. Galactic. Yeah, they were like remnants. He had no idea what if Vader's gone or not, right? Yeah. Or but, how long has he been out for? Yeah. And so he so I guess just, the other... I would have loved to see him say, what is this? Maybe yeah. Real, real stuff. Like, she'd be like, what are you, you know, living on a rock? Under a rock for a long time? No, I've been inside yeah. of Sarlacc. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> no, same. Yeah. So, you know, we get her acceptance and then um, mm. they basically are walking back out and they're, you know, heed the warning that we just heard from the 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 messenger that yeah. someone will come visit and i guess in that someone who comes visit is a bunch of assassins yeah you know, now just, was that the mayor or or was that well it's got to be the mayor because i saw the trailer for the next episode yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Well, I'll, I'll mention that at the end why I think it's them for sure. So okay. we got the assassin, they kind of circle around them and they got this cool uh, digital shield, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Uh, and they've just got this uh, electric uh, shock uh, prods. And you got Finnick and him sort of surrounded. Mm-hmm. They can't get out of this. What Did you find that weak that they can't get out of this? Yeah, um, I do like his... But again, they're not superheroes. They don't have superpowers. Yeah. Like, we have to remember that, too, is like... I mean, she does does try climbing off the shield. Yeah, they do try a bunch of things, but, like, I think they were just kind of overpowered by a superior tactic. And again, they're both just, like, assassins or bounty hunters. They're not Jedi. They don't have superpowers. They're... And I do like his knee-jerk reaction just to shoot a rocket and it explodes, blows them back. <laughs> and I was just like, it kind of humanizes him, which again, but Star Wars has a knack for just being like, oh yeah, by the way, they're space wizards and they can see everything and, and they can jump from a million miles. And it's like, it kind of humanizes him where he's just like, shit, and then yeah. they all fly back. I wonder if this this uh, confirms in his mind that he needs to get a big team together. Exactly too. Well, he so he never it, gets it also, caught off guard ever again. Like it's sort of like a learning curve for him too, right? Because he's never been in a position where he's a crime lord now, and yeah. now he's gonna get his shit together real fast. Because if he doesn't, he's gonna get incinerated. Especially when you've got this antagonist now, who's yeah. just a straight up jerk and you know doesn't care for who he is, uh, doesn't abide by the rules of whatever the underworld lays have. But yeah, so we have the Gamorrean guards come in, and they just like just bulldoze a couple of these guys. Yeah, gives these two the opportunity to get into like actual, you know, fair fighting where the shield's not blocking their attempt. Right, gives yeah. them more space, and then you know what happens when you give more space to assassins. They're gonna take full advantage of all of their weapons and their abilities and come after you. So we see these guys, you know, kind of backpedaling the 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 red ninjas, you want to call them, and they're yeah, climbing the, red, the roof red and running putties. away. Yeah, and then you see Boba just go, just annihilate just a dude with a wrist rocket. <laughs> Which, by the way, neither of them showed up with guns, so they were absolutely maybe naive and just well, like, "Hey, we're just gonna go to the pub." Say I guess they're low the level, assa- uh, low level goons, right? No, no, no. I mean, Boba and Fennec—they didn't have any, their rifle, they didn't have their pistols, nothing. They just showed up unarmed. And I guess that's the inexperience that they're gonna have to learn from. Yeah. Hopefully, this show it lets them evolve and become more deadly and aware of what they're dealing yeah. with here. Maybe well, that's what they're too, going for. And I guess it also was used to kind of remind us that Boba's still healing. Yeah, and he's still like, well, yeah, you know, maybe weak. got some atrophy for the couple days weeks that he was because yeah. when when he gets out of the starlight pit in the beginning that sky or that sand skiff is like not smoldering it's not smoking like that wreckage is done yeah. and it's been there for a while so he was probably in there for a couple weeks at least yeah and um so you know he's he's walking out to on onto the town and he's immediately getting reminded like yo you got some work to do bud <laughs> so it's funny because, you know, after he blows up the guy, <laughs> he goes to Fennec. And just one, goes, alive. A, alive. And I'm just like, yeah. you could have just done that with this guy, right? Like, I mean, yeah. grappling hook? Anybody? You know, like. I, he obviously wanted to keep one of them to interrogate. And I do like, so after the the quintessential parkour scene, um, she yeah, has both yeah. of them at, at knife knife oh, which by the way the stunt team and the stunt work that was done yeah, was yeah. really good the fighting the hits are hard yeah. they don't pull the punches they don't have a lot of shaky cam like you see some really good hits and uh yeah the choreography yeah, was, was, was little, really well, well done yeah. i love and, the little i love the what she when he throws his knife at her oh and she does that side uh was it um, she does like almost like a half side like back cartwheel, almost like a cartwheel, yeah. right? Yeah, side like cartwheel. a back cartwheel, and then just yeah. jumps off the roof. That was dope. That was yeah, dope. that was that was pretty sick. And then when she has them both at the end, one at, at knife point, she steals one of their weapons, <laughs> and then you can see the wheels turning where she just said, "Alive, I only need one of you." Piss off, and just kicks the guy <laughs> off, and you hear him screaming and falling oh. for a good fifty <laughs> feet, and then the thump at the end. Yeah, that was that was good. Where she you. Just pauses on her eyes and then yeah, she's yeah. like, 
I only need one. <laughs> Just yeets so, him off the roof. What I was alluding to earlier was um, I know it's the mayor because in the, one of the in the trailer mm -hmm. they show him show up to the mayor's office with one of these guys in chain. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "You know who I am." Like he right. goes straight to the mayor's face. Uh, the mayor's Mokshans, I believe it his name is Mokshan, okay. and goes right to his face like, "You know who I am." He walks into the room like, "I don't give a shit." You're trying to lie to me that you don't know who I am, and uh, so that I know that's the mayor sending out their goons. So that was, that was episode two, I think, is we're gonna see that happening right away. So I think that's why he wanted somebody alive because then yeah. he could just take that. But I'm just, I still just think find it so hilarious that he could just done that with the one that was climbing the wall, right? Yeah, wrap all of them down. No, that one is, and maybe they. Maybe he wanted to keep only one alive and kill the rest. Maybe he meant that yeah. to, to her, right? Let's, that, let's well, kill yeah, everybody I think, else. Keep yeah. one alive. I don't, I don't think he was saying like, oh, don't kill them. We need we need to be nice <clears throat> yeah. to them. He was just like, I need one alive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> kill everybody else. Just keep one for our interrogations. Yeah. So, okay. So we get that part. Um, I You know, like, to me, like, it, it makes sense how they just were caught off guard and I'm mm -hmm. okay with that. Some people might get upset the fact that the, they were caught off guard. I get it. This is inexperienced people here trying to figure it out. Yeah. But it does. I, but I, I, but I, I think at the, by the end of let's say episode four or five, they better have their shit together because that's yeah. not acceptable again. Right? Like you've gone through this in enough episodes now where you need to hire more goons or, have enough alliances on your side that you're never ever gonna have the situation ever happen to you in the middle of the street. Yeah, right? and and as Fennec said, like when when she was talking to them when they were going up to the um up to the place, and she was like, "Why aren't you being carried around?" And he's like, "No, I'm, I, I don't want to walk around like a useless dignitary or whatever." <laughs> and she was just like, "You know, it, it deems respect." You know, yeah. and he's like, "I want to I want to rule with respect, not fear." And she's like, "Well, in these times, fear works." Yeah. And then they get the shit kicked out of them, and then they're just like, "That's not going to look good for for PR." So. Yeah, so he he's going to have to come to some sort of understanding of how to work within the city that he's in, right? Like he's gonna mm. he's gonna have to keep some traditions of what an uh, a, a, you know underground boss does and mm. how he's perceived and goes about his daily activities. So he's gonna have to do some of these things. Um, I get it that he wants to rule with respect, but he's going to have to bring in this group. And we saw in the trailer where you see this dining table or not dining table, a big meeting room yeah. where he has all these henchmen in there. So I'm hoping that is the, the point where he goes to everybody. It's like, if I don't get that respect, I'm going to kill every one of you. Yeah. Well, right? and two, like, again, he just got his ass handed to him in broad yeah. daylight in the middle and of the I mean, street. So he's going to make an example real soon. So episode two, I better see him bust the doors down on the mayor's office. I was gonna say, I think, I think like, episode I two is gonna happen. be some. Yeah, I don't do think, think. Do you think the mayor is the main antagonist or just the first stumbling block? No, no, no. I think they'll maybe spend an episode. I think episode two will probably it'll be a bit more. Who is his main antagonist? We don't know, right? It's just That's so, a good question. It's so there's mysterious. been some speculation. That uh, they might bring in uh, Prince Shizor, uh, who was uh, head of the Black Suns, uh, who they kind of referenced and brought back, because um, those are all legends things now. It was in the game Shadows of the Empire that uh, came out on the, I want to say the N64 and PC back in the 90s or early 2000s, um, where you play as Dash Rendar. Um, and Prince Shizor, the, I can't remember the species, but they're the green skull looking dudes with purple and yellow robes and stuff. They had uh, later that crime syndicate essentially got turned or taken over by Darth Maul and then they became the Crimson Sons, um, which is, which was again was brought back into lore with the Solo movie and Star Wars Rebels. Um, no, not Rebels, Clone Wars, I think. Anyway, um, so there is some rumors that, yeah, Prince Shizor uh, will be brought back into um, reality. Uh, but uh, for the most part, because, yeah, the huts are pretty much all wiped out except for one that we know of that isn't confirmed dead, the 
little guy. Can't remember his name. The son, right? Is it the son? Yeah. Yeah. He's the only one who hasn't had his death shown on camera. Speaking of death shown on camera, we had a dude's throat slit. Like front and center. And I was like, okay, didn't he? All right. <laughs> Bring out big guns already. Just first episode, just <clears throat> slit speaking, a dude's speaking throat. Of, speaking of big guys. Yeah. Let's get into the flashback scenes now again with uh, the Tuscan Raiders. Mm -hmm. So, oh yeah, we we get Mortal Kombat now all of a sudden. Goro. I was Goro. Uh, is there a chat function in this? Because <laughs> I have a picture to send you. Or wait, no, I can just put it on screen. On yeah, the... you could put it on um, screen. You know what he reminded me of. How do I put this on screen? Share uh, image, your computer, upload a file, downloads. Where did that go? Oh, does that have to be? Well, while you're doing that, I'll, I'll talk about that because I, I didn't see this coming at all. Like I didn't see this character. I've never heard, seen this character in any of the Star Wars, whether it be movies, TV shows, whatever it is. I've never seen any of them. And I just thought it was crazy looking. This is what it reminded me of. <laughs> Those like hand goblin hands oh, puppets. God, so good. So good. Things. That's what its <laughs> face looked like. And the, the the CG on that thing was, I'd say, a solid 7 out of 10. In some shots, it looked really cool. In others, it, it was a little janky. But not enough to annoy me. Yeah, it was definitely just I think me nitpicking, and I was like, the textures on this could have been a little better. Maybe it needed a slight another pass render at uh, the lighting on it because it it's just sticks out a little in some some shots. Well, that's the editor in you, right? That's what it is. <laughs> like, yeah, you're looking for that little minute perfection, right? Yeah, but it, it is expected though for such a big budget company, right? and I mean that's what I'm saying, like. There was no time in the Mandalorian except mm, no the Blurgs, the Blurgs. Actually, now that I remember it, there was a couple scenes in the beginning, and that was that was pretty heavily stated online for people. It wasn't just like animators and editors and graphic artists who were just like those kind of looked like shit. It was just everyone who was just like they look kind of dumb. <laughs> so, so but he then later when he's <laughs> fighting the mud tooth or mud horn or whatever that thing looked badass and that thing looked great yeah that looked so, really good seems to be a trend where the the first episodes they kind of maybe they're rushed who knows yeah so we get him basically jumping on the back of this thing uh, mm -hmm. and grabbing the chains Allah asked uh, how Leia did it with Jabba and they had a lot of the same and I, I know that they did this they had the neck when he was strangling him with the tr chain distort and pull in like a rubber suit like it it wasn't oh, done realistically it okay. wasn't done realistically they didn't try and make it look real world yeah i i really hope that they did this because it looked identical to how like cheesy and bad the rubber suit <laughs> looked when she started strangling jabba and it yeah. the neck of this creature did that and i was like somebody somebody did that on purpose because yeah. that's yeah that's not something that would naturally happen when you're rendering and editing like that. So like somebody intentionally made that look like fake rubber, I yeah. think. Okay, and then the other scene that I wanted to talk about is actually the, uh... before before he gets strangled, when he kills that Rodian and just picks him up and shoves him into the sand and just annihilate like again, there were some pretty brutal hits in this in this first episode. They that Rodian not, died they hard. PG they were not kidding to the kids on this episode. No. Like, this was not a you kid. see that dude's yeah. just chest caving. <laughs> which is which is great because we don't want to see that, right? Like, yeah. We, we want to see hard... We don't want to see crazy over-the-top hardcore, but... No, but we, we don't want you some, to... This is an underworld through. TV show. You know, yeah. this is not uh, a princess and fairy tale TV show. This yeah. is hardcore underworld. We want to see some of that, and I'm glad... They didn't hold back on some of the brutality and they gave it mm -hmm. to us, right? Yeah. It, it would just be ridiculous to have a perfect, you know, TV show without any of this stuff in it. And you're going to call it an underworld TV show. Right? Yeah. Uh, the other part was the uh, red uh, Nitos, those uh, 
they want to call them biker gangs of Tatooine. Yeah. Beating I up thought, that uh, farmer. Right? Yeah, the swoop gang. Did, did that remind you of Luke? Absolutely. House? I thought that they were immediately just having Uncle Owen and Lars show up, and I was going to be like, well, this is bullshit. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no, it's just some random dude. Okay, yeah. cool. But it gave I you thought, that vibe. I thought they were going to be like, oh, it wasn't the stormtroopers. It's actually a swoop gang that killed his aunt and uncle. And I was going to be yeah. like, oh, God, already? Like, episode one <laughs> in your pandering? But it it was fine. It was just some dude. I like how they tagged his house. And they're just yeah. like, okay, we looted it. And I think and that's important because they, they have to symbolize so that way Boba can remember that down the road, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because he'll be like, oh, I remember that signia. You know, yeah, like planting little the, seeds. You're the piece of shits that beat up that farmer for no yeah. reason. Yeah. So I'm going to kick the shit out of you guys now because I'm going to teach <laughs> yeah. you guys a or, or just like, all right, those guys are hard as fuck. <laughs> let's, or or let's, let's use them as the brutes. Beat them up and say, hey, how do you like to work for me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just right? like those guys right, are super hard. right for just, the first time now. Yeah. And, and, and he needs to get more of these guys on his side. Or, right? I mean, again, we don't really know the alignment that boba is going for because he said like you know i'm gonna rule with respect but th that might just be because he's smart and knows that fear eventually just implodes i wonder and if this, i wonder if it changes him i was i was gonna say we don't really know how and, boba and i don't is. mean physically like bib fortuna got fatter right <laughs> yeah what i mean is like does it change him in terms of like he was he's Charting on the way of being a good person, mm -hmm. I wonder if this power and all this corruption around him changes and makes him go back into that rabbit hole of, you know, what's best is for me, and I don't give a shit what's best for you. But that Maybe. being said, he is raised on Mandalorian honor, right? Like, Boba, or Jango Fett wasn't Mandalorian specifically, um he was brought into it later on um and so those ethics and that code would have likely been part of his upbringing and we saw in the mandalorian he did um know a lot about the mandalorian culture know a lot yeah. about the history when talking to um what's the mandalorian's name jin din Jarn. Din, Din yeah. When talking with Din, so like there is a lot of knowledge about the Mandalorian code and culture and whatnot. So yeah. I and again, the amount of things that we've seen in canon things, you know, the movies is very little. So we don't know Boba Fett as, you know, this hard ass, super evil dude. So he's probably in the Mandalorian's eyes, like a uh you know, a, a gray Mandalorian, where he's not evil, he's not good, he's not working for Mandalore, he's not working against Mandalore, he's working yeah. for himself, And but he has those morals. He has that Mandalorian but moral compass. He's not gonna go killing women and kids and all that stuff. Yeah, he's, exactly, but... He's got like standards. How he was he's got yeah, he, how he was explaining and how he was doing things, where he's like, you know, respect, honor, these are important. Yeah. Um, when she was just like, oh, should we kill him? And he's like, he's the mayor. Like, he, he's looking forward. <laughs> yeah. He's forward thinking. Yeah, yeah. Where he's just like, if I kill him, the mayor's going to get extra pissed. He already doesn't like me. Yeah. So that's just going to piss him off more. So, you know what? I won't he, kill he, you. He's sort there, of like, you're he's, trying to, he's trying to position him to uh, himself to be sort of like a, a, a tactical uh, boss. Exactly. Rather than yeah. a br brutal boss, right? Yeah. He's like, how can I get people on my side? Because it'll make my life a whole lot easier having less knives on my back yeah right that's what mm -hmm. he's trying to do he's trying to build a relationship with everybody even the people that hate him to mm -hmm. see sort of eye to eye and not have that threat but you know there's always going to be somebody that's just not going to see eye to eye and i'm looking forward to see what's happening what's going to happen in episode two yeah uh, well already... i think i think a, i think a kind of foreshadowing of of how he wants to run things is with the gamorians where yeah. they were like, they were captured, we need to torch them. And he's like, would you be loyal if I let you live? And they're like, hell yeah. And then 10 minutes later, they show up and save his ass. So yep. I think that's going to definitely be a reoccurring thing. And is also kind of foreshadowing of how he runs things. Exactly. Are you, um, so what did you think of episode one? Like, what would you give it out of 10? I've done this with uh, D and Chris in the 
other shows that we watched, we kind of kind of give our overall out of ten per episode. I think there's two ways you have to look at it. As, before, before you give your take, is there anything else you want to add? Um, the armor putting on scene was pretty rad. <laughs> That's cool. Yes, I yeah. would love to see the Spurs. That'll be hilarious. Yeah, they, they give it to him. He's like, nah, I don't think I need this one right now. <laughs> that yeah, would just take cool. some off. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah um, no. I think as a as a first episode of a show, uh, it it wasn't that good. Really? Just compared to... I, I'm shocked you said that. I'm shocked. Well, I mean, just like comp- taking it as like not a Star Wars thing and not a Disney Plus thing, because again, they are going on a different format. Compared to any other show, if this was on normal TV, if this wasn't Star Wars, it would be a really boring first episode. Okay, let's say, forget all that. Let's say it is what it is, right? It is what it is. I think it's great. What would you give uh, it out of 10? I'd just, say probably just, a, a forget seven. All, okay, a seven. Just Six specifically seven. on the show, yep. you give it a seven out of ten. That's that's a yeah. That's that's very close. Like I would I would I'm I'm giving it a seven and a half. Yeah. Um. It's you know yeah I understand what you're saying. There are parts where it's slow, but for me it was important to see the the backstory of how and all what it transpired prior yep. to him getting to where he is. I think that's a great way to bring a new audience too. So mm-hmm. I applaud them for doing that. I also like that um, he he wasn't overly powerful right off the bat. I'm they're showing that he's gonna become who he is, uh, the crime boss. But it's it's in a show that it takes time to do that. And I'm hoping in the seven episodes there's enough time to show us that he's learning, he's becoming stronger and better in terms of tactical or it just in terms of overall being an under an underground underlayer boss, whatever you want to call it. It, there's a growth there, progression happening. I want to see yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, they did that with the Mandalorian. I'll, I'll be disappointed if they literally no level up his armor like, and stuff. Yeah. Like if if the show ends in episode seven, they still have the same Camorian guards as the only people protecting him. No, I'm yeah, gonna be I very disappointed. I'll be like, really? Yeah. Like, come on, right? So yeah, let's see. I mean, episode two, we'll talk about it uh, next week when it comes uh, drops. Uh, we hope everybody enjoyed our little conversation here. We spent about an hour talking. Uh, Justin, you did the top 10 Star Wars did. Uh, figures of 2021. Yeah, if anyone is uh, watching and don't know what we're talking about, we have a YouTube channel that talks and reviews action figures. You can go check that out at Astonishing News and Reviews. Hit that subscribe button. Leave a comment because every month we're given a prize on Prizes. our YouTube channel. There you go. So... Uh, yeah, uh, with that being said, I, um, I, I gave it a 7.5. You gave it a 7. I think it's still, it's worth watching. If, if you are new to this lore and you want to learn about it, I think this is a good show to dive in right now. And it'll mm-hmm. probably give you, uh, if you like this, if you're definitely going to go back and watch the movies and even The Mandalorian, right? Yeah. But I think right now is the time to dive in because the other show that's coming in is only going to complicate things if you don't dive in right now and get into this little world that they're building, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I mean, compared to the, because I rewatched the Mandalorian episode one yeah. today as well. Um, and again, they are very different feeling shows. Um, it's, I, I think the Mandalorian had a better first episode, but that was their that it had to mainly because it was the first like, well, it, live action it had Star to Wars. because we've never seen a Mandalorian uh, TV show before. True. Yeah. We don't know we don't know what to expect. We've seen Boba before, albeit yeah. in small samples, but we've still seen him and he is a cult, you know, classic character that a lot of people love. Well, right? that was the first foray for foray into live action Star Wars TV shows. So they had to start that good. So I think their Boba Fett is again not leaning into the TV tropes where they don't have to please to advertisers, yeah. please to producers, do blah, blah, blah. And they don't have to, they are kind of riding on the coattails of like, okay, we've done this successfully once. If we start slow, I don't think too many people will be upset about it. And in the long run, I think once the, hopefully once the, the full season is out, it will fit in perfectly with it. And I think this pacing is, is absolutely planned for a full series, yeah. not episode per episode. 
and I have full confidence in Dave Filoni to do that because ever mm-hmm. since he's jumped on board with Star Wars, he's sort of become the next George Lucas. Yeah, where he's very calculated, he's smart, he respects the lore, he doesn't go and overhaul things. Uh, I'm talking to you, J.J. Abrams, about the the nonsense with the trilogy that he put together. Dave Filoni is your new George Lucas, in my opinion. And he's fixing the things that are wrong with Star Wars, and he's putting it together on Disney+. And already I can say The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett, even though it's only one episode in, is far more compelling than the trilogies that we got. The recent oh, yeah. trilogy. Just so much more in line with Star Wars. Yeah, I haven't rewatched the new trilogy. And you should never, ever have At to. all. Ever. It is I think a, I rewatched the first one at my parents' house like two years ago, like during the holidays. Just trash. Complete like, trash. we were pretty drunk, so, and it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, okay. Uh, yeah, for, you know, I guess that will wrap it up for today. We hope you guys liked it, and join us next week when we do part two. So wherever you're on the world or the universe, have a good morning, a good day, and a good night. Bye, Bye. Internet. <laughs>